This is I'm Not From Here with Josh on Sin Nation. Oh boy, yep, that's absolutely right. This is Sin Nation and you are listening to I'm Not From Here, a show all about me, a real Dorcas from the southwest of WA, moving over here to the city of Melbourne. Each week I go out and do something Melbourne-y and report back here with what I've found out. This week, being National Reconciliation Week, you'll hear me down at the Long Walk at Fed Square, which happened last weekend, and I speak to Ron Murray, a man involved with that walk, about what Reconciliation Week means to him. Also, as always, Scott will join us too to compare something between WA and Victoria. And there's going to be heaps of music, including something from uh, Sin's Aussie feature album for this week. But since it's National Reconciliation Week, I'm going to be playing you a variety of tracks from Indigenous artists, some dancey, some poppy, some hip-hoppy, and some rocky, like this one. It's Dan Sultan. This is Your Love Is Like A Song. From remote communities to big cities and representative of many different voices, cultures, languages and beliefs, community radio is the voice of local communities. But this voice is being threatened. The recent federal budget has reduced funding for community digital radio, a move that puts all community digital radio services at risk. Show your support for live and local voices by signing the petition at keepcommunityradio.org.au. Help keep the community in your radio. That's Dan Sultan. Your love is like a song from his debut, Homemade Biscuits, here on I'm Not From Here. I was actually lucky enough to come across that album earlier this year at an antique shop in Witchcliff, down the very, very, very bottom of WA. And I picked it up for a buck, so definitely one of my bargains of the year so far. Hey, coming up after this, you'll hear my take on Melbourne's parks. First, though, this is another Indigenous artist, Kurin, featuring Ben Alessi. This one's called Home. That's Curran with Ben Alessi. That one's called Home here on Sin Nation. Now, every week, myself and our WA correspondent slash the Luke to my Owen, Scott Martin, check out something that WA and Victoria share and we see who does it better. This week, we're talking parks. So, last weekend, I went and sussed out a few of Melbourne's parks. Here it is, and I'm not from here. Let me just preface this by saying that Kings Park in Perth is incredible. It's natural bushland. It's enormous. It brings the whole city together. It is just the best. I was inspired, though, last week by my tour guide, Judy, through the Melbourne Town Hall. Uh, afterwards, we were chatting about some more things Melbourne has to offer, and she was saying the parks here are amazing. I'm a fan of parks. I like chilling out in a park just as much as the next guy. My favourite show, Parks and Recreation. You can tell I'm committed to parks. Alright, now that I've established my parks credentials, I'm going to check out a few different parks in Melbourne because Kings Park is so good, it's going to require a combined effort from a few Melbourne parks to get on the same playing field as Kings Park, I think. I've decided to start off at a pretty small park. This is Parliament Gardens. From the outside, it looks really nice. Uh, it's really open, which I'm not super into. I guess, like, it's a park. you got to have open space. But there's not heaps of trees around. There's a lot of small shrubbery. I'm more of a tall trees kind of dude. There's a nice water fountain in the middle, which I was behind. 
but then I went up to see it, and I'm not sure if it's the fault of the water fountain itself or the rains we've had recently, but the grass around the water fountain is real muddy, and I didn't realise because it looks green, so I went right up to the fountain to check it out. Uh, my shoes sunk into the mud. My shoes are white. Well, they were white. Now they're muddy and brown. So this park, I don't know, the park itself, I'd give it oh, a light four out of ten, to be honest. There's cigarette butts around. There's beer bottles around. I can't really imagine anyone playing footy or cricket or anything like that here. Yeah, this isn't the park for me. One redeeming feature of this park, though, is that I can connect to the uni Wi-Fi that's here, so <laughs> that's pretty good. That might boost us up to a light five. All right, I'm leaving the, I'll be honest, the disappointing Parliament Gardens. My next stop is the Fitzroy Gardens, which I've heard are meant to be real nice. So I'm looking forward to checking that out. Hopefully I'm going the right way. <laughs> oh, now this is a park. I'm at Fitzroy Gardens. It is enormous. There are huge, huge trees everywhere. There's people getting involved. There's a lot of people walking to the footy for the Collingwood and Western Bulldogs game. Naturally, I'm trying to avoid as many Collingwood supporters as I can, just for my own safety. <laughs> um, but the, this place has got a cool vibe. There's a lot of people around. There's people getting their family photo taken underneath these huge big trees. It looks amazing. There's people having a picnic. There's a nice little pond thing. There's people walking their dogs. What else can I see? It's really well maintained. Everything looks tip top. This is an awesome park. I can tell you it's definitely better than Parliament Gardens. I just found another pond. I'm heading over to it now. It's a real small one. It's a pond, I guess, designed for kids. The water's... There's like a waterfall in the middle and there's rocks all around it so there's no chance of kids getting too distracted and trying to get into the pond. But uh, there's, there's giant rocks all over the top of it and then on top of the rocks are these like ceramic dolphins and birds. It's really cool. Oh boy, I just realised that I left my umbrella at the Parliament Gardens. It's probably a bit of karma for talking so much smack about him. So I'm going to go back there now, and hopefully my umbrella will still be there. Otherwise I'm going to feel like a real goose. But that said, in conclusion, <laughs> I'm a little bit stressed out about my umbrella now, but that's fine. Uh, Fitzroy Gardens, amazing. Come check them out. It is the best. And I'm really spewing I don't have the time to check it out properly. I can see in the distance there's another water fountain. There's stuff everywhere to look at, so yeah, but my priority now is to get my umbrella back, sorry. <laughs> Not to provide good content. Oops. Okay, I'm back at Parliament Gardens. I'm sitting on the bench, talking to you, next to my blue and white umbrella, which has been left untouched. You may, you may not believe this, but it's actually true. I've been away. I walked to the Fitzroy Gardens and came back. I was gone for about, I'd say, 20, 25 minutes. And it's still here. 
left untouched. I'm so happy about this because I was not keen on having to buy a new umbrella because I know what Melbourne winters are like. I've been told repeatedly by the people here that they are full on and I'm going to need an umbrella. So I'm pretty ecstatic to be honest. It's enough to boost up the Parliament Garden score from a light six to a strong seven to be honest. I'm really, <laughs> I'm really happy about having this umbrella back with me. Okay, the next and probably last stop on this what's turned into a park crawl is going to be the Carlton Gardens. Uh, it's going to be my last stop, providing that I don't leave my umbrella anywhere else like a real doofus. Okay, I just arrived at the Carlton Gardens. This place is really nice as well. There's a, a huge big fountain at the front of what I think is the Melbourne Museum. I'm not 100% sure, but I am 65% sure that it's the Melbourne Museum. But yeah, the Carlton Gardens seem a bit more for people around my age, I guess. There's a lot more young people around here that I've seen. It seems like a really good place to just hang out and kill some time for a bit. There's also some people having their wedding photos taken at the front, which is very adorable. There's a, a big duck pond, which I'm at the front of now. There's ducks everywhere. As someone who's not a huge fan of birds, <laughs> my blood pressure's rising a little bit, but ducks are small enough so as to not cause a full-on freakout. Unrelated to Carlton Gardens, but in that vein of bird, birds freaking me out. Um, on the way here, I got on the train to get to the city, and um, so I must have left some food on the, the train platform. So I sat down next to it, and then all these pigeons sort of came and flew at the food, and I nearly cried because there was about 10 pigeons flying at my head, which I was a huge fan of. But then a big magpie came and scared them all away. So, thanks to that magpie, no thanks to magpies in general because they are the worst of the worst. <laughs> but yeah, that's enough of things Josh is scared of for today. Carlton Gardens feels like a, a place with a good vibe for people like me who just want to kick back for a little while and relax. It's in the middle of the city as well, which is good. I think it's good to have a break from the, the hustle and the bustle. But yeah, in conclusion, what I've seen of Melbourne's parks so far is that the majority are real nice. Uh, special mention to Parliament Gardens for absolutely stinking it up. But thanks to everyone who was there on Sunday afternoon for not stealing my umbrella. But yeah, I think uh, my rankings would be Fitzroy number one, Carlton number two, and at about fifth, with daylight coming in at three and four, it would be the Parliament Gardens. Yeah, I thought spending some time at the park would be nice and relaxing, but after a pigeon attack and the stress of losing an umbrella, it was a pretty full-on afternoon in the end. That said, though, Carlton and Fitzroy Gardens especially are so, so nice and would be real fun to hang out in, I reckon. And you have to, you'll have to hang around too to see Scott's take on Kings Park in Perth after this. This is from Sin's Australian feature album this week. It's Flume with Vic Mensa. Bit of a language warning on this one. This is Lose It. 
and you're on Sin Nation. From Sin's Aussie feature album all this week, Skin, that is, of course, Flumey with Vic Mensa on Lose It. You're listening to I'm Not From Here, where we're about to hear our WA correspondent slash the Lisa to my Bart, Scott Martin, tell us all about Kings Park in Perth. Here he is on Sin Nation. It is a chilly Tuesday night where I'm recording this. I am at Kings Park in Perth, pretty much the biggest and most well-known park around the Perth area, and I love it here. This is a great place. Right now, I am behind the War Memorial at Kings Park, and I'm overlooking the great city of Perth, and it is massive and gorgeous, and I've taken at least three pretty touristy photos already. Um, I'm going to send that off to Josh to put up on the Sin Nation website, so look forward to that. Really, really incredible looking right here. Lots of colours, amazing views. And pretty much right in the centre of Kings Park is the Eternal Flame, which is right in front of the War Memorial. And it's really sombre being here, especially late at night, because you just really feel like there's been a lot of history here and it's really a lot to take in and think about. Unfortunately, the only time that I could make it here for this recording for this segment for Josh is pretty late at night. So there aren't very many people hanging around. This place is huge. I'm just in one corner, but not as many people as you would usually see. But still, it's... hang on. What time is it? It's 6.30, it's very, very, very cold, and people are running. I'm looking at someone now, they're running. It's like, (laughs) I wish I could run. I wish I could run at 6.30 on a Tuesday afternoon in the most beautiful place in all of Perth. But still, it still being only 6.30, there are still a lot of kids around riding on bikes, so you might be able to hear in the background here. Everything here is really beautifully, like, almost carved. You can tell that the landscape and the trees and everything has been perfectly sculptured and maintained very very well to make this place absolutely breathtaking. Like I said before not only is this place very well maintained and looked after it's also massive so it's really impressive about how beautiful this place can look as well as it just being absolutely like as big as it is. I do love coming here. I love sitting and looking at the eternal flames. So I think I'm going to go and keep doing that. Thank you, Josh, for picking parks this week because this means I got to come back to one of my favourite places in Perth and I'm going to enjoy as many minutes of it as I can. So I'll see you all again next week. But Perth, Kings Park, I think we have a winner this week. That's our WA correspondent slash the Liam to my Chris. Scott Martin there telling us all about Kings Park in Perth. Kings Park is so special. And I'm sorry, but I just, I can't keep my own biases out of this one. I have to give it to WA this week. Kings Park is just too good. Hey, coming up after this, you'll hear me talking the National Reconciliation Week at Fed Square. To take us there, though, here's The Strokes. It's new stuff from them. It's called Thread of Joy. A little bit of a language warning on this one. This is I'm Not From Here. Okay. 
from Sin's Sweet 16, eight Aussie and eight international songs chosen by Sin's music committee. That's new stuff from The Strokes. Thread of Joy, it's called. What do you reckon about it? Hit me up on Facebook or Twitter. I'm at I'm Not From Here FM. Hey, the whole point of this show is for me to experience everything that Melbourne has to offer. And last weekend, I did something pretty Melbourne-y. I went down to Fed Square to chat to some people and find out a little bit more about the long walk to the MCG and National Reconciliation Week. I spoke to some great people and learned heaps about how events like this and sport can bring people together. Here's my story on Sin Nation. Yeah, hello. It is Saturday, the 28th of May. It's a really cold and rainy day. I'm not sure if you can hear the helicopter flying over me at the moment or the MJ cranking in the background. It's all happening here at FedScore at the moment for National Reconciliation Week. The long walk to the G is happening today at about 4.30 with Michael Long leading the way down to the MCG for the Richmond-Essendon game. But at the moment, uh, there's people... Considering the rain, there's people everywhere at Fed Square. There's all sorts of stalls to do with uh, Indigenous culture, a lot of arts and crafts. Uh, there's a, a smoking one trying to stop Indigenous people uh, from dying of smoking-related illnesses. Uh, and it's just it's going off, considering how, <laughs> how cold and wet and rainy it is. Later on today, there's going to be uh, a lot of performances on the main stage here at Federation Square. At the moment, it's just a a DJ cranking out some sweet tunes. It's a really good vibe. I might go have a chat to some people and see what National Reconciliation Week means to them. It means to me, whether you're Aboriginal or not, we all walk as one. I'm a big... I've always been a big fan of Michael Long's. I think it means everything to us, uh, to our people. It means uh, mixing up with all kind of cultures, coming together as one. And I've got a grandson that's going to sing Reconciliation after he he wrote a song about it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, are you sticking around for the the walk to the the MCG tonight? Yeah. Yeah, we do it every year. We're from Melbourne, so we're here all the time. And we got relatives coming from Perth and all over the place, so it means a lot to everyone. Oh, beautiful. And uh, can I get a tip from you for tonight? Who do you reckon is going to win? Richmond. <laughs> yes. After speaking to a couple of visitors to Fed Square, I came across Larry Walsh, who was there as a part of the Long Walks events for the day. Larry told me that he's a traditional storyteller, but he does it in a modern way. Because I tell um, traditional stories in a modern way so the kids can understand and I include some of our language and how we lived in it. So I find it a better way of teaching young ones than actually sitting down and doing a big lecture. Just tell them a story and include a couple of facts in it and they remember it. And um, I'm here because the long walk was important at its time because change wasn't happening for Aboriginal people and for Michael Long and um, people to go all the way to Canberra to try and get government to recognise that change was needed was a good thing. When they 
went through my traditional area, which is up on the Yume. My daughter went to meet them to make sure they had lunch and a place to stay and so forth. And, um, and I've always been an Essendon supporter. So when Michael Long had a broken leg, he'd be riding bike along the Maravanong and I'd always be there at the same time. So I'd get to see him riding and working his way back into the game. And um, then when he retired, the things he's been trying to do have been good because he did help raise attention and awareness. And um, it fits in with reconciliation because people raising, like he did, awareness of the Aboriginal issues and raising the awareness in the public's mind that Aboriginal and non-Aboriginal have got to work together to solve our problems and some of it is their problems too. And if we could solve ours, it also solves a few of theirs. So I'm quite pleased to be here to um, work today to help out with storytelling and um, telling people a bit of my people's culture and history, but at the same time supporting how and why the Long Walk was started and what it was about. Can I get a, a tip from you for tonight? Who do you reckon is going to win? Uh, unfortunately, Richmond's playing a bit better than us. But I see the second half of the season for Essendon being well because the more these younger players and the ones they've brought in gel together, the sooner or later we're going to win a few. So whilst I go, come on the Bombers, in my heart, my head says not quite yet. Yeah, finishing off with Larry Walsh there, that was my experience at Fed Square last weekend at the Long Walk event before the walk to the MCG itself. Tonight's a bit of a National Reconciliation Week special, I guess you could say, and as a part of that, I'm playing a heap of Indigenous artists, one of which is this collab. It's Briggs and Trials joining forces to create AB Original. This is Too Black, Too Strong. Real big language warning on this one too. This is I'm Not From Here, and you're on Sin Nation. The brothers are back, they pay stacks to see you fucking up worse. Man, what a huge song that one is. That's Too Black, Too Strong from AB Original here on Sin Nation. Now, in my last piece, you heard me talking with some people about the Long Walk and National Reconciliation Week at Fed Square last weekend. One man I spoke to was Ron Murray. I only intended to ask Ron one question, but he took me aside, sat me down, and offered his time to let me speak to him properly, and I'm so glad I did. He was funny and engaging, and he spoke so much sense. So here's my full chat with Ron Murray here on I'm Not From Here. It's the best week of the year for me because um, it's a chance for us Aboriginal people to talk about coming together and um, walking down the one track, I suppose. And it's a week where non-Aboriginal people can get to meet us, realise that we're good people and learn more about our culture. And this year, the Reconciliation Week, you know, with Sir Doug Nichols, round being played this weekend with the football. And he was a, a leader for our people and going right back, you know, right, right back to the early days, 1925, and 
Carlton didn't let him play football for them because they didn't want an Aboriginal or didn't want to touch an Aboriginal. And even, even after that treatment, that amazing man promoted reconciliation. One of his favourite sayings, Josh, was that if you got a piano and you only played the black keys because you didn't like the white keys, you get a tune out of it, sound all right but won't sound brilliant. Or if you were only one to play the white keys, you get a tune out of it, be all right, won't be that brilliant. But if you play the black and white keys together, you'll play beautiful music. Yeah, Josh, so, I, you know, he, he told me that when I was a little kid. That was one of his favourite sayings and that sort of stuck in my head. I probably really didn't get it until I became a teenager, but I know what he was on about now. And um, the, this younger generation that we're seeing now uh, are more accepting of it. And the more generations on, I think it's just going to become, um, it, won't be a, it won't be an issue. But it's up to us to push them issues and make sure that we keep that, you know, people like Doug Nichols and, and there are a lot of others too, don't worry about it, but I might just pick on him because of his, it's his round. But um, if we can keep going down that path, but it's, I think it's up to us Aboriginal people to keep pushing it, but also non-Aboriginal people to, which they are, there's a lot of really good non-Aboriginal people helping us and working with us and just convince the rest that, you know, it's stupid to be a part. You know, we should accept other cultures and understand what they've been through. You know, we had a, I had a Serbian guy in here this morning talking about his issues and it sounded pretty pretty sad, not that I, I understand them, them, but we have come a long way in this country, but we've got a long way to go. Josh, I reckon, yeah. And a part of that, like you were saying, with the, the Doug Nichols around the, the footy is a big part of it, I think, or sort of the way that the media's showing it now for reconciliation rate, that this whole round is a big thing. The Dreamtime at the G game has been going on for a few years now. How have things sort of, in your opinion, sort of shot off from the start with Richmond and Besson up to today, yeah? Yeah, Josh, look, we, as an Aboriginal person, I, I do hope, but um, it's been going a while now, the Dreamtime match, and the AFL lead the way, Josh, there's no doubt about it. Even before the government, if you look at what the AFL done in employing Aboriginal people, having Aboriginal players and bringing in the racial vilification laws, now, you know, if you go back to Nicky Winmars and the Cracker Boys days and Sid Jackson's days, how they were racially abused on, on the field. But then we had Adam Goods. The treatment of Adam Goods was disgusting. And I think my, my honest opinion is that it's going back. People just can't yell out black this and all the geography names that they called Aboriginal people. But it's easy to hide behind a boo, isn't it? So how many people booed him? Uh, there's still a lot out there. Look, I still reckon, I might be wrong, but I still think three quarters of Australia is racist. You know, you look at the way they treat the Muslim people and we do have a long way to go, sadly, yeah. But I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful. Like we were saying with the, the goodsy stuff, last year there was a lot of stuff, a lot of people saying the word flog, and I saw an article that said, the word flog, that's just a replacement for another word that people are trying to say. Yeah, you're dead right, you're dead right. Like I don't, you know, and some of my non-Aboriginal friends even, you know, booed him and tried to say that they weren't racist. And I said, well, nah, look, you know, that doesn't wash with me. You know, you're hiding behind it. They said they were intimidated by his little dance that he did. Well, they want to go and see a Maori haka and see if they're intimidated, you know. Oh, I love the Maori haka too, don't worry, but it is confronting. But, um, yeah, maybe they should go and see one. Yeah. Oh, Ron, thank you so much for your time. And finally, can I get a, a tip from you for tonight? Oh, look, gee whiz. It, it'd have to be Richmond, I think, on paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My nephew used to play at Essendon, Nathan Lovett Murray. Uh, they haven't got him, so they're in trouble. <laughs>
Alright, well, thanks for your time. Ron, appreciate it. Thanks, Josh. You might not believe me, but that didgeridoo sound at the end there was played by Ron through an old car exhaust. I'll post some pictures of it on the Sin website. It was just so cool. Sin.org.au, S-Y-N.org.au is where you'll find that. Big thanks to Ron for sitting down with me over the weekend to talk about National Reconciliation Week and footy's involvement in it. Let's get back into some tunes, though. Here's another Indigenous artist here on Sin Nation. This is Thelma Plum with her round here. Bit of a language warning on this one as well. This is I'm Not From Here. Everything I once felt real does not feel anymore. Community radio is a vital part of the Australian media landscape, providing a voice for unique, diverse and vibrant communities across the country. The recent federal budget has reduced funding for community digital radio, a move that puts all community digital radio services at risk. Show your support for live and local voices by signing the petition at keepcommunityradio.org.au. Help keep the community in your radio. At the top, we heard Indigenous artist Thelma Plum with Around Here. And just then, not an Indigenous artist performing it, but a song about Indigenous land rights, co-written by an Indigenous artist, Kev Carmody. That was Paul Kelly with From Little Things, Big Things Grow. And that's just about all the time we have for tonight. Another huge show, though. Scott and I decided that WA has better parks than Victoria. I checked out the Long Walk event at Fed Square, and I spoke to Ron Murray about National Reconciliation Week. I'll be here again next Thursday from 10pm, but for all your I'm Not From Here stuff during the week, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.com slash I'm Not From Here FM is where you go for that. All right. I'm out of here. I'm going to leave you with probably the biggest song by Indigenous artists ever in Australia. This is Yothu Yindi. This is Treaty. I'll catch you next week. Have a good one.